0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Feminization Boudoir podcast from Candy Apple Press with your last episode of 2022. I am your host, Kylie Gable. Thank you for joining me. It's a rough, rough black cloud that I have hanging over me right now. I already mentioned the mice. I have had mice infesting my house. And then um, Wednesday, I, I threw my back out. So For Christmas and Christmas Eve, I didn't see a single soul. I was bedridden. And then today I just found out a friend of mine, good friend, who I've known for quite some time, had a heart attack on Thursday. And um, brain was deprived of oxygen for a while, so they don't know if there's brain damage and it doesn't sound good. So it's been a black cloud. And... The one thing that has been going great for me is this podcast, Candy Apple Press, the women I work with, and those of you who support me. And for that, I am extremely grateful. As I mentioned earlier, this is the last uh, Feminization Boudoir podcast of 2022. And I do have uh, some good news. Um, Shayla has started a new series. It's actually an older series. Um, It was a series I wrote several years ago called The Pack. And I remember writing it. I had just gotten a new front porch, and I was uh, sitting out on the porch when I wrote most of it. And uh, I thought it was one of my better series, and it sold pretty well. Um, And last month, just on a whim, I gave it a new title. It went from from The Pack to Feminized by the Neighborhood Girls. And I let everybody know this had already been out before, but I put it up for sale, and it did really well. And so Shayla is nice enough to narrate this. Now this is a six-part series, and any time I do a series that long, I am hoping that you are going to be so excited by the series that you are going to buy multiple parts of the series. And for that reason, I usually make the first one totally and completely free. And so that's what you get. It's a great way to end 2022 with Shayla reading the entire first book of Feminized by the Neighborhood Girls.
1: Feminized by the Neighborhood Girls. Book one. Written by Kylie Gable and Claudia Acosta. Narrated by Shayla Aspasia. Legends never tell their own stories. That's what they have bards for. That's how it was with the pack. I think that's why they kept me around. Well, that, and for a boy, I did look damn good in a dress and heels. They called me Emily, for Emily Dickinson. But I don't think they had any particular fondness for her writing so much as it was the only female writer that Tyson could think of. It was between the ages of 14 and 18 that I ran with the pack, but our association went back years earlier than that. I was just an awkward 12-year-old when Cindy and Jana Sutherland moved in across the street from me, I was hoping they had a boy my age because I never did make friends as easily as some. Unfortunately, my bad luck held true to form. Or maybe I lucked out. It's hard to say. Crest Hill, Illinois wasn't ready for those girls. Just a sleepy little suburb of Joliet, which I always thought was a dump whether they got legalized gambling or not. The stupid boats that just sat in the water anyway. It wasn't like they could really go anywhere. You could actually see Joliet State Prison, or at least the fence surrounding it, from my backyard. Say what you will about the pack, but they were a true sisterhood. For the first time they held me down for a makeover, I learned to fear them. I despised the way they would show off for other sometimes, with little acts of teenage cruelty. But they were a sisterhood. You had better realize that if you went after one of them, the rest would always have her back. And if you did one of them a good turn, you were in good with all of them. For lack of a better term, I was their pet sissy those days they weren't very nice to me as they put me in one humiliating outfit after another and bullied me into embarrassing and emasculating predicaments. Only Lisa Gates could tell me I was her little princess and that seductive way she had that left me unsure it was she meant it as a joke a flirtation or a statement of fact. I honestly did feel like a princess sometimes when I was with them a fact that I know my dad would have belted me in the jaw for. I was the only boy in a family full of girls, and I was Aaron Bell Sr., one chance for the football hero he always wanted. Closest I ever got to that fantasy was making out with Plainfield High School's quarterback under the bleachers while the girls took video of it on their camcorder. I'm flipping through my old pictures of high school, wondering where to begin. How did my hair that so many girls envied begin to recede before I was out of my 30s? I'd never fit into a size 10 dress anymore either. I guess the easiest way is to just start with the names. The five members of the pact were Lisa Gates, whose dad was on the city council. Priscilla Diaz, who hated the name Priscilla, so everybody just called her Tyson because she could punch you like a heavyweight. The Sutherland sisters, who were fraternal twins. It used to confuse everyone because they were such polar opposites of each other. Cindy was a pretty and refined introvert, while Jana was positively fearless. Matilda Worth was the final member of the group. She was fun-loving and bubbly, the only blonde member of the pack. She was totally into fashion and music. I guess that every good legend needs a beginning and every super team needs its origin. I'm both proud and ashamed of my part in bringing the pack together. I was really immature as a teenager. And when the Sutherlands moved in across the street, I was smitten with Cindy immediately. I was outside washing the used Nissan that I had gotten for my 16th birthday just the week before. I loved that car, and I wanted its bright red paint job to shine. But as focused as I was on the car, when the Ryder truck pulled in front of the Fraser house across the street, I had my attention, immediately drawn to Cindy. She was reaching into the back of the truck to pull out a box, and I couldn't help but stare at the way her tight jean shorts exposed her ample butt cheeks and her long shapely legs. When she pulled the box out of the trunk, her shiny black hair waved like she was in a shampoo commercial. I was in love. I had no idea how to express what I was feeling. When she looked over at me, I scowled and went back to soaping up the back fender. The next day I'm sitting in English class when she walks into class. The teacher introduced her to the class as Cindy Sutherland and with a big smile she waved to the class. The teacher told us all to make her feel welcome and instructed Cindy to get a seat. Unfortunately, the only two empty seats were on either side of me. I guess I wasn't all that popular. Hey, you live across the street from me, she said, looking for a friendly face. I'm Cindy. I know, I said, totally blowing her off. Inside my heart was pounding in my chest. I had no idea what to do except to wipe my sweaty palms on my jeans and bring my focus up to the front of the class. If I had stopped there, it would have been a familiar story. Cindy was accepted and started making friends. I kept trying to tear her down, but I just never could get much of a reaction out of her. I spent the next month staring at her from my bedroom window, walking home half a block behind her so I could watch her and being downright mean to her in school. I tripped her in English class one day. I would slam her locker shut when I walked past, and I spread all sorts of malicious rumors about her. One day, she was wearing those shorts I liked so much when she was walking home with two other girls. I recognized one of them as her sister, Jana, who was also very attractive but unnoticed by me because of my focus on Cindy. The other girl was unknown to me, but I think I recognized her from school. I guess I never did make much of an effort to learn people's names. Maybe because of those shorts, I was following closer than usual when Cindy made a joke about our English teacher. I heard it and laughed out loud. Suddenly, the three girls stopped and glared at me. "'What, you think this is some kind of reality show "'or something?' asked Jana. "'No, I just overheard.' "'I didn't think it was that big a deal,' I said. "'Well, it was,' replied Jana. "'You're always spying on my sister, too, you perv.' "'It's a free country. I can look at what I want,' I said. "'Look, I've tried to be nice to you, and you never let me. "'Everybody at school says you're a creep, and I can see why.' Just leave me alone. Or else, added Priscilla. Or else what? I asked, feeling defiant. Or else this, said Tyson, punching me right in the stomach. I was not expecting it. And she punched? Oh, it was strong enough to knock the wind out of me. I just doubled over. Leave him alone, Tyson. He's not worth it, cried out Cindy. Holy shit, this was Tyson? I'd heard of her. She was known for absolutely wrecking boys who were stupid enough to fight her. And here I had gone and pissed her off. I saw my life flashing in front of my eyes before Jenna pulled her away from me. I was bent over and still trying to catch my breath when they turned and walked away. I thought I might actually throw up for a second but then the nausea passed, and I watched the girls continue down the street. I didn't want to get too close again. Arriving home, I was the only one there as usual. My sisters had so many extracurricular activities that they were rarely home before my mom returned from work at 6.30. My dad soon followed at 7. It was a fairly cool day, so the A.C. was off and the windows were open. I went upstairs to my bedroom and plopped down on my bed, even though it hadn't turned out the way I wanted. There was still something exciting about my confrontation with the three girls. It excited me. Heck, Heck, at that age, a rerun of the Golden Girls could excite me. I closed my eyes and imagined myself in a foursome. I was just about to complete my dirty deed when I heard a girl's voice. She was laughing her head off. Oh, my God, I was right. The little perv is upstairs pulling on his little pud. I had been discovered. Janna had climbed the tree outside my bedroom window and was looking right in my window. I flopped around trying to cover myself up, but I was so frazzled that it seemed to take forever. It's not what it looks like, I called out. Well, it doesn't look like much to begin with, taunted Janna. How does it feel to be spied on? You're trespassing. That's our tree and you need to leave. No, you need to open the door and let us in or your reputation at school will be even worse. We'll tell everybody you were masturbating about Tyson punching you and don't even try and deny it. Fuck off. Do I regret it? She said. It makes no difference to us. But be prepared to lose a few friends. Well, at least a few friends that you still have. Can you please just leave me alone? It's a free country, isn't it? She asked, turning my own words around on me. Fine, but you're not staying long, I said. I trudged downstairs, wondering what the hell they wanted. I opened the door, and all three of them greeted me with big shit eating grins. Nice place you have, said Jana. Yeah, it's wonderful. What do you want? My sisters will be home soon, I said. Oh, I can see how it would be confusing for them to see you with girls. I'm sure that's never happened before, said Cindy. I've got a girlfriend, I objected. Really? asked Jana. How come we've never seen her? Well, she doesn't live around here, I lied. Does she live in Canada? asked Tyson. No, I said. Well, I'm sure she wouldn't mind if you finished what you were doing earlier, said Janna. I could tell by the reaction of the other girls that this surprised them as much as it did me. You were doing it before anyway, and besides, we'll make your life a living hell if you don't. Fuck off, I said. I'm not doing it. Now get out. Tyson approached me and got right up in my face. Are you saying no? No, I, I I just, you know, it sounds like you're saying no to my friend. Is that what you're doing? No, I'm not. Good. Now pull out your pathetic little thing and give us a show, she said. I looked for sympathy in any of their eyes, but didn't see it. I reached into my pants, but was stopped by Jana. Give us some drinks, perv. "'It'll give you a chance to build up your courage,' said Jana. "'I went into the kitchen to get some sodas. "'But when I returned, Jana had left the living room "'and was in my parents' bedroom. "'Hey, get out of there,' I demanded. "'I'll get in so much trouble.' "Eh, You're already in trouble,' said Cindy. "'Yeah, with us,' agreed Tyson. "'Relax, Perv,' said Jana. "'I just want to find a camera so we can—' "'Immortalize this moment.' "'No,' I cried. "'Oh, my God, what else do you have?' asked Cindy. "'Just a few things from his mom,' smirked Jana "'as she tossed a pile of shiny black material to me. "'There was a corset, panties, a garter belt, and stockings all in black, "'and a pair of my mom's sexiest heels for good measure. "'Well, what are you waiting for?' "'Put them on, sissy,' ordered Cindy. "'I can't,' I protested. "'Okay, I'm done waiting for this pussy,' said Tyson, advancing on me and pulling my shirt over my head. I'll be honest, I was so cowed that other than flinching, I really didn't react. She grabbed the corset and held it up to my chest, spinning me around, so I was facing away from Jana, who began lacing me up in the back. "'It's too tight!' I protested. Oh, don't be such a pussy, replied Jana, tightening even further. Cindy came over and began undoing my belt. Before long, they had me completely dressed in my mom's lingerie. Cindy helped my feet in her heels and strapped them on me. While Jana adjusted the flap on my chest to perfectly fit the corset cups, to make it look like I had real boobs. "'Okay, it's showtime, puta,' said Tyson. "'Hold on one more second,' said Cindy. "'Now it was her turn to run into my parents' room. "'I was going to be so dead. "'When Cindy returned, she painted my lips with red, "'my mom's cherry red lipstick, of all things, "'put her bright blue eyeshadow on my eyelids "'and sprayed me down with about an eighth "'of a bottle of my mom's knockoff perfume.' "'Are we ready?' asked Jana. "'Almost,' said Cindy, removing the scrunchie from her hair "'and putting my own long hair into a feminine high ponytail. "'Now we are.' "'Okay, let's get it on,' said Jana, holding up my mom's camera. "'No, no, no, I can't,' I protested. "'If you don't, I'm going to drag you outside and lock you out of your house. Dressed just like that,' threatened Tyson.' I reached into my pants and pulled out my dick. The girls, they immediately began laughing. I don't know how many guys they'd seen naked before, but I didn't think I was that small. Besides, they had to have seen it when they addressed me. I still can't get over how tiny he is, giggled Jana. It's like a two-year-old. I wonder what his Canadian supermodel girlfriend thinks about it, joked Tyson. Maybe it's bigger in Canada because they have the metric system, replied Cindy, making another zinger at my expense. I felt so humiliated, so exposed, but something about the situation actually turned me on. I guess because even though I was aware that Jana was taking photographs that would forever haunt me, I was soon rock hard. The girls mockingly cheered me on. Soon I closed my eyes, and with an audible gasp, I came all over my mom's panties. Nice job, sissy, said Jana. I can't wait to see how you explain this to your mom. "'Come on, I did what you wanted. "'Can I please take this stuff off?' I begged. "'Almost, sunshine,' said Jana. "'You don't like being here in front of us in lingerie, do you?' "'No, of course not,' I said, crossing my arms in front of me. "'Tell you what,' she said. "'You said you have sisters, right?' "'Yeah,' I said. Three of them.' "'How old are they?' asked Cindy." 19, 17, and 14, I replied. Great, said Jana. Your mom's clothes are too corporate, too boring. I want you to go into the 19-year-old's room. I assume you're roughly the same size. Yeah, I nodded. We were exactly the same size. See, this is so easy. Now go into her closet and find her sexiest dress. Put it on. "'and come back in here,' ordered Jana. "'Come on, why are you doing this?' I asked. "'Cause we can,' said Janna. "'Now go and bring back a pair of pantyhose "'and a leather belt,' added Cindy. "'Now march, young lady.' "'I never expected you to get into this so much,' commented Tyson. "'Oh, I just love this power. "'It's surprising to me, too.' but I do love it, admitted Cindy. I went upstairs to my oldest sister, Christine's room. It was hard enough to walk in those damn shoes without adding stairs into the mix. If she knew I was doing this, she would kill me. She actually had a lot of sexy clothes and I was very tempted to pull out some shapeless dress that mom bought her. I didn't want the girls to risk realizing that I had tried to pull a fast one on them. I decided to go with a little black dress that was very short with a trapeze skirt. I put it on and twisted around until I was able to zip up the back. I was just about to go downstairs when I remembered the belt and the pantyhose. I grabbed a black leather belt out of the closest pair of sundan hose from her dresser. I didn't like giving in, but those girls had a lot on me now, and I just wanted them to leave. As I stumbled down the stairs, Janna whistled at me. Looking good, she called out. Oh, you sexy thing, added Tyson. Here, I got the belt and the hose like you wanted, I said. Cindy motioned for them, and I handed the items to her. Perfect. Now turn around. I did as I was told and was taken by surprise when Tyson and Jana grabbed me and bent me over the couch, pulling my hands behind my back. Cindy took the pantyhose and began tightly tying my wrists together behind my back. You can't do this, I grunted. We just did, said Jana, as Cindy knotted up the pantyhose. I was then pushed down to the floor, and Cindy used a belt to strap my ankles together. There was enough extra material in the pantyhose binding my wrist that Cindy was able to put me into a very effective hog tie. My own belt was used to strap my arms together, and as a final indignity, my smelly sweat socks were shoved into my mouth and tied in place with one of my dad's ties that they must have gotten when I went upstairs. Mmm! I complained, but nothing really came out. Well, you have fun this afternoon, said Cindy. I can't wait to get these pictures developed, said Jana, pulling the film from my mom's camera. You're fucked, laughed Tyson. And just like that, the three girls left me helpless on the floor. I hadn't been lying to the girls about my sisters coming home soon. They all had their own places to be. Christine was working at the mall, Angie would be at basketball practice, and Melissa was probably hanging out with her friend someplace. She was a wild card. She could be bursting in the door at any moment, but I guess that Christine would be the first one home. It didn't matter who found me like this. It wouldn't be good. I flopped around on the floor, trying to undo the bonds holding me in place. The stockings made my legs kind of slippery. But there was just no way to slide them through the belt with those shoes on. There was also no way to take off the shoes with my wrists bound behind me. I had hoped that I could just break through the pantyhose, but they were surprisingly strong. There was not that I could reach, but it was pulled so tight that untying it was just—it was just an impossibility. I was tied too well to slip my wrist through the bonds as well. Let's face it, I was stuck. I spent the next twenty minutes flopping around on the floor like a beached whale. I could hear the girl's laughter coming from across the street. I was devastated by the pictures they had of me, but I couldn't afford to waste any time thinking about that when someone was sure to come home and discover me if i didn't get myself out of this fast i knew the only way i was going to get my hands free was to somehow cut through the pantyhose binding them but in a hog tie i was unable to do anything to get anything sharp i soon discovered that by rocking myself i could move slowly forward like the break dancer doing the worm only much slower i spent the next 10 minutes propelling myself forward to the kitchen at the speed of about 0.1 miles per hour. I was just at the side door, which was right in front of the kitchen, when I heard footsteps coming up the back walk. It had to be Christine. I began to panic. I wasn't fast enough to run, and there was no place to hide. I prepared to face the inevitable. I still wasn't ready for when my oldest sister opened the back door. And saw me feminized and hogtied. Holy shit, what the hell were you doing, David? she asked. I I can explain, I blurted out. Then I'd like to hear seriously, what the fuck? That's my dress. I love that dress. It's not what it looks like, I protested. Are you going to tell me somebody broke in and made you dress up like this? No, no, well, well, kind of, I said. So if I were to hike up your skirt, I wouldn't find your underwear soaked. Just tell me now because neither of us want that to happen, she said. Well, yeah, but I paused. You're such a pervert, she said. How long have you been doing this? Christine, please, I'll answer all of your questions, but please untie me and let me change now. Angie will be home soon. Christine thought about it for a moment and then knelt down over me. I felt her undo the hog tie as my feet flopped back down on the ground. I breathed a sigh of relief. Next, she unstrapped my ankles. It felt great to be able to wiggle them around again. My relief was short-lived, however. She helped me up to my feet, and when I turned my back to her, and held at my wrist, rather than helping me untie them, she snapped the belt that had been around my ankles onto the tender flesh of my butt cheeks. "'Ow! What are you doing?' I protested. "'I want answers, and I figure that the best way to get them is to keep you in this humiliating predicament until you talk. "'We're going to go upstairs to my bedroom, where we won't be disturbed.' Just untie me and let me get changed first and I'll tell you everything. Not a chance, she said. Now get moving unless you want Angie to think she has a new sister. I led the way as we walked into her bedroom. You're making this more difficult than it has to be. You need to learn to walk in heels was her only response. I sat down on her desk chair and she sat down on the bed across from me. "'You're making a mistake,' I said. "'Keep your ankles together,' she snapped. "'I don't want you flashing me. "'Now how long have you been wearing my clothes?' "'I've seen things moved around before, "'but I just assumed it was Angie and Melissa.' "'This was the first time. "'I swear. "'Did you see those girls across the street when you came in?' "'I didn't really notice them,' she replied, "'looking out her window and seeing the three girls "'on the front porch across the street.' They noticed her and waved, so she waved back. They are the ones who did this to me, I said. Did you actually let them play dress up with you? You must have a major crush. Which one is it? They're all kind of cute. I did not let them do anything. I snapped. So what? They made you dress up? Yeah, I said. That's so twisted. I kind of like it, but how did they do it? That one Mexican girl, I said, they call her Tyson. She likes chicken. No, she beats up guys, I said. I don't believe you. No, 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 it's true. So she beat you up? Not exactly, but she threatened me, I said. Well, in that case, you should probably talk to the dean about it when you go to school tomorrow, she suggested. Are you kidding me? If I do that, it'll go around school and I'll be a total outcast. Yeah, well, aren't you pretty close to that already? I know, I said. Please untie me and help me clean this up before anybody gets home. Okay, but you owe me. Start with a shower because you smell like a $5 prostitute. I assume you've been in my underwear drawer? No, it's mom's underwear. Mom's? Oh, this just keeps getting better and better. Christine really came through for me. She helped me get that damn corset off and cleaned up downstairs, carefully putting mom's stuff away while I took a shower in the upstairs bathroom. I was coming out in my bathroom just as Angie was walking past looking tired from practice. Oh my, an afternoon shower? That's two in one day. What's her name? "'None of your business, twerp,' I said, brushing right past her. "'I made up my mind to stay clear of the girls. "'I would get revenge. "'But I wasn't going to face all three of them at once, "'and I'd wait for the perfect opportunity to get back at them. "'This wasn't something to rush into. "'I walked a different way to school and avoided the girls. "'But then when I went into the building and walked over to my locker,' I was soon joined by my tormentors. Hey girls, are you wearing your panties? asked Jana. Or your mommy's panties? added Tyson. Oh no, princess, our fun is just beginning. Don't tell us to leave you alone, said Jana. I can see it on your face. Tyson grabbed me in a bear hug from behind, pinning my arms to my side, She really was strong. I felt like my arms were trapped in a vice. Jana came over and put me in a headlock to keep my head stationary, while Cindy advanced on me with lip gloss. She applied it heavily on my lips and told me to smack my lips, demonstrating how to do it. Of course, I refused, but with both Tyson and Jana tightening their grip, I finally gave in and did as instructed. "'Very good, doll face,' said Cindy. "'Now keep it on all day.' "'I can't wear lip gloss all day,' I protested. "'Just tell everybody it's chapstick,' suggested Cindy. "'It's just gloss. "'There's no color to it. "'So what if your lips look a little shiny?' Easier for you to say,' I said. "'Well,' I heard Tyson say behind me, "'you really don't have a choice, so get used to the idea.' fine, just let go of me. Why are you doing this? I asked. We thought you needed to learn a lesson and we really enjoy it too, replied Cindy. So it's kind of win-win. Jana released me from the headlock and said, don't forget that stays on all day or there will be repercussions. Serious repercussions, agreed Tyson. As she also released me, The girls walked down the hallway away from me as the school continued to fill up with new arrivals. A group of senior girls walked past me and laughed out loud when they noticed the gloss. Very pretty, said one of the girls, making a kissy face at me. That did it. I practically ran into the bathroom to wipe the lip gloss off of my face. During our second half of lunch, we'd all go outside while they cleaned the cafeteria sometimes i would just spend the time hanging out with one of my friends but a lot of times i'd just be alone today was one of those days i should have known better than to be on my own after i had wiped off the lip gloss but i was told to keep on i was sitting at the top of an old wooden picnic table i the football field totally oblivious to my situation Sure enough, my daydream was interrupted by the ominous voice of Jana. "'How nice to see you, Princess,' she greeted me cheerily. I wasn't fooled by the cheery voice. I looked back and saw that Cindy and Jana were with her. They sat on either side of me while Jana stood facing me, her facial expression looking like trouble. "'I see you're missing your lip gloss, Davy,' teased Jana.' Did you find a cute boy and kiss it all off? I couldn't keep the lip gloss on. People could see it, I said. Well, duh, replied Tyson. People noticing your lips is the whole reason for wearing lip gloss. It's a shame you're so disobedient, said Cindy. You make a lovely little girl. As the girls giggled at her comment, I became increasingly uncomfortable My discomfort only got worse as Cindy inched a little closer to me while I reached into her purse and pulled out a tube of lipstick. A sudden fear swept over me as I eyed the lipstick tube like it was a snake ready to pounce. This was no gloss. This was bright candy apple red lipstick. It's sure a good thing that we've got our girlfriend covered. You wouldn't want to be an embarrassed by having boring lips with nothing on them. She continued her monologue while she leaned over and brought the lipstick to my lips. I retracted my head, at which point Tyson grabbed the back of my head, holding me in place. Hold still, doll face, continued Cindy. She applied the lipstick much to the amusement of her friends. Why were they still feminizing me? Hadn't they had enough? That's a good little girl, Davy. Now hold still while I put on a little blush. She looked at me closely. On second thought, you're already blushing, so it would just be wasted on you. You look so pretty. Here, have a look. Cindy opened up the compact from her blush and held a little mirror in front of my face. I was dismayed to see the feminine-looking boy or a masculine-looking girl with bright red lipstick on very red cheeks. I looked around and felt fortunate that no one else had witnessed my latest humiliation. But Jana, as though reading my mind, took care of that in short order. She pointed to a group of girls standing and talking to each other about twenty feet away. As I looked closer, I realized it was the seniors who saw me with lip gloss on earlier. "'Do me a favor, Davy, and go over and ask them if they have any eyeshadow you can use. "'If you come through with some eyeshadow, I'll leave you alone and let you wipe off the lipstick. "'If you don't, well, we're going to make you keep the makeup on all day. "'And wear makeup to school for the rest of the week,' said Jana. "'You know we can do it, too,' added Tyson. "'I tried to find a way out of the predicament. "'Please, girls, I'm really sorry for being a jerk to Cindy. "'I promise it won't happen again. "'Jana would have none of it. "'Go, you little bitch, before I put you over my knee "'and give you a spanking, and when it will be one you will never forget.' "'The girls laughed even louder. "'I needed no more prodding. "'I reluctantly made my way over to the group of girls.' I decided to take the direct approach and not show any fear. Excuse me, I said as I got closer. Do any of you have any eye shadow? I tried to fold my lips inside my mouth in an effort to hide the lipstick. For a moment, I was successful. Why do you want eye shadow? asked one of them, a petite brunette. Her eyebrows were furrowed in confusion. "'Oh, don't you recognize our little lip-gloss boy from this morning?' asked the girl who was making faces at me by my locker. "'Oh, yeah,' said the tall redhead. "'I recognize the little Barbie doll now.' "'It's for my friend over there.' I pointed to the girls and folded my lips again. This did two things. Both of them were not all, at all, good for me. One, while speaking, I exposed my new painted lips to the four seniors.' Secondly, when I pointed out the girls, the seniors turned, and they saw my three tormentors, laughing heartily while observing our little transaction. The seniors weren't dumb, and they quickly sized up the situation. It didn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that I was the victim of some kind of hazing. The faces of the senior girls lit up. They pounced on the opportunity to join in the fun. Come on now, fess up. The eyeshadow is for you, isn't it? Asked an African American girl who was the fourth member of the group. No, 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 really, I, I stammered. It, it's just for my friend. Please, can I just get some? My cheeks were burning furiously from all the blushing I was doing. The girl who made the faces was enjoying herself. It seemed that almost everyone in the school had a mean streak. How cute! said the girl who made the face. He's like a little schoolgirl, wearing lipstick and blush like that. I'll tell you what, you can have some eyeshadow if you let me put it on you. No way, I refused. Then you don't get any eyeshadow. I looked back at the girls who sent me over, and I knew I had better come back with eyeshadow. OK, I shrugged, resigned to my fate. She eagerly reached into her purse and produced some light blue eyeshadow. When she reached up with the applicator, I instinctively closed my eyes. When she applied it, I could hear Cindy, Jana, and Tyson in the distance. They were laughing hysterically. I heard the African American girl squeal, Oh shit, I can't believe this! Indeed, neither could I. When she was done, the mean girl stepped back to admire her efforts. Oh, yes, little Cinderella, you look lovely for your prince. Again, the girls had a fit of giggles at my expense. I had had quite enough and turned to walk back over to my other tormentors. Thanks for coming by, Cupcake. Be sure to come by if you need to borrow anything else. I have a dress that would just look stunning on you. I walked from four giggling girls to three wildly laughing ones. As I approached them, the bell sounded, signaling the next class. You can go clean up, Davy, said Cindy through tears of laughter, as she handed me a Kleenex. But from now on, you'll wear panties to school, and I will be checking. Do you got that? Yeah, I said. That's yes, ma'am, snapped Tyson. And currency when you say that, said Jana. Yes, ma'am. I said awkwardly, trying to approximate a curtsy. "'You're going to have to work on that,' said a giggling Cindy. I quickly wiped off the lipstick and ran straight to the bathroom, which fortunately was empty. I used the liquid soap and the bathroom dispenser to wipe off all the eyeshadow. I just shuddered with angst, thinking about having to wear panties tomorrow. The rest of the day could have been described as uneventful, except that I was on edge.' I had expected my ordeal to be over after they left me dressed and hogtied in my living room. Now, of all things, they were expecting panties. I did the math and figured if I kept a pair for my mom. I only have to borrow four pairs for my remaining three sisters. There was always laundry mishaps. If a pair or two went missing, there was no reason to think they'd ever blame me. Fortunately, borrowing the panties was easier said than done. When i got home after school i was there again the first one to arrive i crept upstairs and entered angie's room i opened her underwear and looked down at her huge collection of panties she'd never miss one pair Unfortunately, fortunately a huge wave of revulsion came over me stealing my own sister's panties would make me just as big of a perv as they said i was wearing them would probably make me worse throughout the evening I kept thinking that I could borrow just one pair of panties, I'd be okay. But I couldn't. Instead, I washed the pair I had for my mom in the sink. Even I had some standards and the girls had made me soil them. Because I couldn't hang them to dry for fear of being discovered, they were still rather wet in the morning. But I didn't have a choice. I went to school in damp panties. I spent the day jumping at shadows and trembling with fear any time I went into a common area where the girls could be. Instead of going outside for the second half of lunch, I got a library pass. I thought I had successfully avoided them all for the day, mostly by avoiding my locker, but it just wasn't to be. Just as I was leaving at the end of the day, I walked past the gym and was immediately dragged into the girls' locker room by Tyson. Going somewhere? she asked. "'Yeah, I was going home,' I said. "'The day's over. "'That depends,' said Jana. "'Her sister at her side. "'Did you do what we told you to do?' "'Yes,' I said, nervous at being in no man's land "'of the girls' locker room. "'Then prove it,' said Tyson. "'Drop trow and show us. "'Here?' "'No, at the 50-yard line of the football game Friday night,' "'said Jana. "'Do it!' "'Shamefully, I pulled down my pants and revealed my panties.' There, are you happy? Those look just like the panties we found for you the other day, commented Cindy. They are, I replied, as so I pulled my pants back up. We specifically told you to borrow a pair. Yeah, well, but... I took off running for the door. But Tyson was on me before I took two steps. She used my momentum against me and slammed me into the wall. I only hit it with a shoulder, but the force of the impact knocked me off my feet and she quickly pounced on me. She hauled me up by my feet and twisted my right arm high up my back while their other arm snaked around my neck, putting me in a chokehold. What should we do with little bitch boy here? She asked. Bring him over here to the bench, suggested Jana. Tyson forcefully sat me down as Jana began opening the unlocked lockers. What are you doing, us, Cindy? "'I'm looking for something,' she said. "'Go grab the ace bandages from the front of the coach's room,' instructed Jana. Soon after, Cindy returned with an armful of ominous-looking bandages, Jana proclaimed. "'There it is,' and proudly held up an old pink sports bra from the bottom of one of the lockers. In short order, Tyson had stripped me down to my panties, and Jana fastened the bra around my chest, stuffing it with some bandages.' The girls used practically all of the athletic bandages to restrain me on the bench. When they were done, I couldn't move an inch from the position they had bound me in, which was lying on the bench with my arms anchored to my sides. I also couldn't see anything, and I was very thoroughly gagged. The last sound I heard was Cindy saying, Next time we give you an order, you would probably better be okay, and better obey it. We may not be so nice next time. We'll have fun. I think the girls basketball team should be here in about half an hour. I bet they'll just love your cute little bra and panties. For the next 15 minutes, I struggled but made absolutely no progress. I didn't hear her entered, but I felt her begin undoing my restraint. Well, this is interesting. Let's see who we have here, she said. Her voice was familiar, but I couldn't pinpoint it without seeing it. Neither of us had any way of knowing it, but the chance encounter probably forever changed both our lives in ways we could never imagine. Hello, Dave, she said, recognizing me, at least. Nice panties. Hi, Lisa, I replied.
0: And that will do it for 2022. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast, and I hope you've had a great year, and I hope 2023 will bring even better things to you. I will see you next year. I hate that joke. Uh, I'll see you on Monday next week. I I will be here, and I hope you will be too. Take care.